Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Future of BizTech. I'm your host, JC Granger. I have with me here the CEO of Objection.co, Curtis Boyd. Curtis, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. So I consider myself a reputation technologist. <laughs> I started my entrepreneur journey as a student nurse in a hospital. I figured out how to remove bad reviews for doctors, and I did that manually as a consultant for years. A hospital turned into a physician network, a physician network turned into multiple physician networks, went back to school for coding, built a software company out of it that I didn't have to read reviews. I could program computers to do it for me. And yeah, now we use technology to do what I used to do manually as a reputation consultant. Well, that's actually pretty incredible. So, you know, I, I know bad reviews is kind of a sore spot for a lot of companies. So, you know, can you tell us how this works a little bit? I think wrapping, you know, our minds around it can help a little bit. You know, what is it that, you know, your software does versus also, you know, what are the rules when people are leaving reviews? You know, what is it filtering out? You know, things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So our software looks at the review content to look for potential violations in content guidelines or community, you know, terms of service, community standards of content. So we pre-program all the various rules within a specific website like Google or Yelp or TripAdvisor, and we look for reasons why that review may qualify for removal, why that review may violate certain guidelines. And having years and years of experience, we were able to identify little keyword snippets, little phrases, little intentional-based context of why content can qualify. Then we score it from zero to five on how likely it qualifies for removal. And then we programmed a bot essentially to begin dialogue with an administrator and type in a dynamic strategy on why this particular review qualifies for removal based on this set of rules within your terms of service, creates that email, creates that dispute, creates that flag, video records itself working, and then submits it to our customer within the dashboard. So the customer doesn't have to lift a finger. They just have to say, you know what, I think that review is illegitimate. And then the rest is taken care of for them. That's pretty interesting. Now, um, what types of companies is this most useful for? And what size of companies? Because it sounds like this would also be really beneficial on a more on a volume thing, maybe an e-commerce thing or something like that. You know, do you find a value for you know, mom and pop shops, if it's just one or two, or is this more of an enterprise level thing that really has big impact at a top level? Who are your typical clients with this? Who does it help the most? That's a great question. So we're a startup. We're only two and a half years old. Majority of our customers are mom and pop shops. They typically really care about their reputation and reviews really makes a substantial part of their branding, so to speak. Like Subway, for example, consumers don't read Subway reviews before they go to a Subway restaurant. They know what to expect when they get a Subway sandwich, right? Whereas small businesses, they don't have that brand. And consumers that are doing research before spending with them, they have to turn to places like online reviews to get a feel for what can I expect if I start to work with this company. So typically the the big brands, the big enterprise level companies, they're less focused on reputation like small businesses would be because it's so much more impactful for small businesses. And so that being said, most of our clients are doctors, lawyers, dentists, contractors. We serve everyone, pet sitting companies, vacation. What about re- what are like restaurants? I mean, people Absolutely. use reviews on that a lot. Absolutely. Restaurants are a big, big vertical of ours. You know, you're right in the sense that the scale is nice because we use software to fulfill for our customers where, you know, even if you have 10,000 reviews, you're not paying anymore for it because 
our software is going to, whether you have 200 or 10,000 reviews, our software is going to do its thing and take care of that volume for you. So, you know, it'd be nice to, you know, engage with more enterprise businesses that really care about, you know, their reputation and want this handled for them. But most of our clients that we engage with are smaller businesses. So, you know, especially with, you know, when COVID hit and everything like that, did that have a big impact on your business? I mean, because obviously it would, it affects some verticals like restaurants and whatnot. Did you see a big effect across the board? And if so, was there any changes you had to make or not with your software? Yeah. I mean, I think at first, just like everyone else, you know, come February, March, we were all like holding our breath. We were like, what is happening? Right. So we saw a little churn in the sense that like customers all of a sudden were really getting tight on their budgets and we totally got it. We were too, like anything that was fluff, like we had to cut because we weren't sure what the future held for us. Right. So I totally got that. After about two or three months though, business really started picking up because there was a lack of person-to-person referrals, word-of-mouth referrals for things, right? People were talking to each other less and they were going online more to get that confidence to move forward. People were still going to see other types of businesses like contractors, doctors, all these people, like business didn't completely stop. It shut down a little bit, especially for a few months, but after a few months, things started picking up again and word-of-mouth referrals really dropped significantly because of COVID. So online reputation became a lot more important and more and more consumers each and every day are still turning more and more to reviews as a source to get that reassurance, to get that confidence before moving forward. So COVID COVID for us was terrible, but in regards to like a market and economics perspective, COVID was really good for the online reputation industry because it forced businesses to kind of get their online act together as people started using them more because of this whole indoors, you know, not talking to people as much. Yeah. I didn't think about that really, how you'd have a less people, you know, with that one-to-one, you know, referral relationship style and, and people being at their computers all day now you know, when they were uh, in lockdown, so to speak, or at least, you know, restricted. So no, I can see how that would actually be good for the industry, even though, you know, bad, obviously, overall for the yeah. economy. But you know, there are certain industries that had little spikes here and there, you know, uh, which is interesting. Now, how do you prioritize your new features, for example, right? And what kind of new ones do you have coming out soon? Yeah, yeah. So we're really excited for our new features. The two that we're most excited about is the ability to collect video testimonials from your customers. You know, those can't really be faked. I mean, sure, you could go on like Fiverr, random places and pay someone to read a script, right? But those sites are really cracking down on that, which is great. But like video content in itself from your customers, like people can tell if it's legitimate, if it's real, they know it's hard to fake. And so, uh, you know, I feel like uh, video testimonial aligns with our values. Like, you know, it aligns with our organization really well because it's helping create really legitimate feedback for businesses that have struggled to get legitimate feedback on other platforms. This way they can use this video content and their social, they could use it in their, their marketing, you know, assets and what, collateral and what have you. So the second feature, which we're also building into our platform is essentially a review mapping system. And what it does is it allows a business owner to identify the various touch points of a consumer's journey with their business. So I'll give a doctor's office as an example. You have like scheduling the appointment, you have checking into the office, you have waiting, right? Everyone knows about waiting in a doctor's office, then the actual meeting with the doctor and then follow up, right? So that's five different touch points. Our software can now identify what a review was talking about in regards to which touch point, right? So let's say a doctor with 500 reviews, 
Now we get to see what part of the customer journey was being talked about the most and then look at the sentiment, whether it was positive or negative. That way, if all the complaints are about check-in with your really grumpy receptionist, sure, you're going to see it, but our tool is going to help you visualize it a bit better so you can you can try and understand it a little bit more. What you need to work on in regards to your business, like what part of your machine needs a little bit more oil that you need to focus on more, that you need to optimize so that you can provide five-star experiences for your customers. So we're really trying to focus a lot more on customer experiences and providing better ones so that your customers can, you know, be inspired to share good feedback. They can be inspired to want to go online and, you know, rave about you. So how is it going to work with the video testimonials? Is your software going to reach out and via email and say, hey, click here to do a video testimonial. And then it what takes into the software and you know, routes into their webcam where they can just do it live right then and there in front of their screen kind of thing. And then it just saves it. Like, is that how it's going to work? Yeah. So we create dynamic landing pages for our customers. They get to a certain like web page, right? And on there is basically a record button, which connects directly through their, their iPhone, their Android, you know, video record, or if it's a computer, it's a webcam. And yeah, it records and captures that video data and then sends it right back into our application for them to use as a testimonial. Very cool. Very but cool. Whether it's via text or email, it's just a link. And that link yeah. has a, a landing page with that, that capture. Absolutely. Are you struggling to generate warm leads fast for your B2B tech company? Do you wish you could hand off the entire process to a team of professionals and have leads flowing in daily to fill your pipeline, convert to big ROI sales? Well, at Infinity Marketing Group, that is exactly what we do. We are lead generation masters who specialize in the B2B tech industry. So whether you're in hardware, software, or even tech services, we here at Infinity Marketing Group can turn your company into a lead generation machine. So for more information, visit our website at www.infinitymgroup.com. Email us at info at infinitymgroup.com or give us a call at 303-834-7344. We look forward to helping you realize your revenue goals. I'm a marketing guy at heart. You know, my agency, we market software companies and whatnot. So I always ask the question, you know, what type of marketing are you doing right now to promote objection.co? You know, what is it that you guys are doing and what's working and you know, maybe what didn't work before kind of, you know, what's that evolution? Because a lot of the, the audience are software people too. And yeah. so they can probably use some advice or at least, you know, find out what not to do. Who knows? <laughs> no, honestly, doing nothing is the worst thing you can do. And a lot of people, surprisingly, it's do nothing. And they expect business to just come to them because they have this amazing product or this, they have this amazing idea. It doesn't work like that. My recommendation would be to start focusing on once you have your MVP to start working on your sales process and easily onboarding new customers. So for us, we put together a sales script, right? Well, we put together a direct outreach program where we could essentially start with a very cold prospect and then start to warm them up. So what we did specifically for us, because we solved the pain point of bad reviews, I, we program software to look at 80 million listings every single day to look for new bad reviews. So every day we get a list of 10,000 businesses that just got a bad review. Our BDR team, business development representatives, just call them and say, hey, we're from Objection Co. We noticed you got a bad review and we'd love to give you a free tutorial on how to dispute it yourself. Can I get your email address, right? It's a very simple ask. We're not trying to close the deal. We're not trying yeah. to pick anything. It's value. And so we get the email address. 
we start to nurture them, right? We nurture them with not only with a tutorial on how to do it themselves, but what, you know, even post follow-up tutorial, what to look for from administrators, how to communicate with them. We're trying to prove to them that we know what we're doing and we're well qualified to handle this should they not want to do it themselves. And because that's our customer, our customer doesn't want to do it themselves. They want to pay for an expert to do this and they want it managed and handled for them. Because the DIYers, they're going to do it themselves anyway. May as well be a resource to them and try and add value, right? So anyways, that's our strategy. We look for enough engagement within the CRM, open rates, clicks, you know, visiting certain pages that show buying intent. As soon as we see enough buying intent within the CRM, we call them again, an SDR. Hey, let's get a demo scheduled. Let's, Let's try and close this person and get them into our free trial. We offer a free trial, no credit card. It works great. <laughs> I mean, talk, talk about no risk, right? So yeah. we show them what we can do for a week or two, and then we get the payment going and uh, we try and just consistently provide more education material. And we hope that our new products are going to decrease churn. But as a SaaS, as a business company, as a SaaS company, you're always going to work on figuring out how to retain your customers longer and how to make them happier. That journey never stops. And that's certainly something we're on as well. Yeah, I think that's really smart too, by the way, as far as, you know, you did you create a, a software that separately goes and scrapes for those new bad reviews? Like you create a software to help promote your software? Yeah. I love that. And then our software, <laughs> and what's that. funny is our, our software even goes out of that 10,000 review businesses that get a bad review, not all of them are removable. Maybe only 2,000 of them are removable. So our software vets those leads so that we can only spend our focus on those 2000 because we can essentially promise those 2000 results. If any one of those 2000 businesses signs up with us, for sure, they're getting results in a few days. They're going to be happy. So that's huge. That's that's brilliant. I I love that. You know, I I talk to a lot of software CEOs and every now and then I hear just like a really cool, you know, hook. Right. And it's like, for one, you already got a cool software, but then the fact that you like literally developed another software to lead gen for your software. I mean, I, there's just something cool about that, that I really like. And that, yeah. that makes my tail wag. You know what I mean? That's just my ears perk up. I, I'm, a, I'm a geek from the Bay area. You know, that's my thing. So, all right, cool. Very cool. So let's ask the main golden question, you know, with the, with the title being the future of biz tech, let's yeah. talk about the future here. How do you see maybe not necessarily just your company, but, but like what you've developed here, but you know, right. How do you see this technology that you've developed affecting or contributing to the future of the industries that you help? Right. So, I mean, where do you see it going in five years, 10 years, you know, obviously right now it has one function, but have you ever thought, you know, that three, five, seven year ahead, like, you know, what's this going to look like and, and, and how will your software affect either the industries or how will it help grow your industry, you know, if you're in the front and you're doing something good, someone's going to try to copy it. It's going to force you to innovate. What does that future look like in your head? Absolutely. And I hope that they do. We could use some good competition in that space because that's essentially what it's going to do is create cleaner marketplaces online, right? Because we are helping moderate illegitimate content. We're helping make these review platforms display more useful content, more relevant content. Well, they should be thanking us, but they're not. (laughs) But uh, five years from now, we're hoping that these, you know, the practices that we use, you know, it's, I hate to say it's almost cannibalizing in the sense that what we do now may be just taken and implemented by big tech so that those types of reviews don't even pop up. But uh, who knows what the future holds into that regards. Our company is currently focusing on um, technology for consumers as well. So we've invested a lot into R&D, into AI and machine learning. What we're doing, you know, 
in a year or two, we hope to have a very well-refined product that can identify the legitimacy of reviews for consumers. So that's kind of where we're starting to, you know, get into and really lean in on. Don't get me wrong. We love serving businesses and that's where our roots are, serving the business community. But when it comes to fake reviews, whether it's written by a competitor or an untruthful customer or a bot that are negative and you want cleaned up for your business, in regards like the big picture of fake reviews, it's only like four or five percent. 95 of the fake reviews online are five star to promote businesses illegitimately. Yeah. So when I look at like the problem, I'm like, great. Objection code is only solving 4% of a problem for a very, for the business owners that leaves the 96% of the problem still on the table. And we're building technology to to address that 96%. So um, I was going to ask about that. I was going to say there's two sides of that coin. That's right. right. So we're, we're, we're building tech so that consumers can order reports, can get data immediately on the legitimacy of a business's online reviews. Or if, you know, you suspect a competitor has fake reviews, you can at least get some data and proof that like, yeah, you're right. They're cheating. Like they're, they for sure paid for those reviews. So mm-hmm. depending on how, we're not sure like how the technology is going to be used. Only the only thing we really care about is its accuracy, its beneficence for the marketplace and to help consumers to stop being ripped off. Uh, you know, businesses that have been in business for 15 years, it took so many times and trips and falls and screw ups for them to get their business to where it is today. A five-star experience machine, a businesses that just puts out great experiences. These startups are coming in a year and they're buying fake reviews. So when you look at the marketplace at face value, you compare company A and company B, they look like they have the same amount of experience and they look almost equally qualified when in reality, they couldn't be further from the truth. Like one of these companies is amazing. The other company may look as amazing, but really you're about to be scammed or you're about yeah. to get a much uh, less of a, of a good experience yeah. but because they're, those experiences that you're reading, they're fictitious. They're paid for. They're not yeah. real. So, Well, we look forward to seeing uh, the progress of that tech for sure. Cool. Cool. So what advice, what's the best piece of business advice you were ever given that you could share with the audience? Yeah. Maybe it's advice you didn't take. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I know how I know some of the best advice I was ever given. I didn't take. And now I have to give that advice saying, you please know, take it. <laughs> one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was uh, business wise was from my stepdad and what he ran a, a air conditioning company. And what he said is focus on your existing customers before you go out and try and get new business listen to your customers, get their feedback, spend time with them, get to know them and make sure you serve them really well before you go out and and bring in a hundred more customers. Because if you don't have your process right, if you don't, if you're not able to really serve them well, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're going to bring on those hundred customers and piss them off. So my recommendation would be to really, really make sure you're focused on like, if you had to say your your bandwidth is only from zero to hundred percent, make sure you spend most of your time serving your customers versus getting new customers until you've made sure you're the, the real yeah. care. That, that's my advice. I, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. In fact, there's a required reading at my agency is a book called Never Lose Another Customer. Or it's like, yeah, something like Never Lose Another Customer or, or Never Lose a Customer Again. It's one of those two. It's, um, I'll, I'll find the author for you and I'll send it to you. But um, it's required reading at my company. I read it before. It's just I read it so long ago. And essentially, it's, it talks exactly what you're talking about. It's about kind of that first hundred days of the relationship after the sale. 
right? So that you can really cement that and really ingrain and get rid of any kind of buyer's remorse, um, help with, you know, referrals, things like that, to really make sure that you're, you know, and testimonials, all that things and all the things that you, those are the reactions to the to the things that you do for them, customer service wise, quality wise, attention wise, communication wise, great book. So I think, yes, never lose another customer. Fantastic book. You should check that one out. I highly recommend it. It's go to what you're talking about. And of course, anyone listening, you know, check that one out. So how can uh, people reach you or, you know, if they want to reach out to you directly, possibly, or, you know, the company, tell us about the, you know, the website, maybe any information that you feel like giving the audience. Sure. You're welcome to reach out to me directly if you'd like. It's curtis at objection.co. Our website is objection.co, Objection Co. So yeah, you guys are welcome to reach out if you have any questions or want us to take a look at reviews. We do provide free audits. We'll scan a business's, uh, you know, all their listings and let them know which ones are removable. If you want to DIY it yourself, knock yourself out. If you want to hire a professional or, you know, that, that uses software and has a team, basically your review dispute department, uh, who sometimes we like to call ourselves. Uh, if you want that department on your side, we'd be happy to serve you. That's awesome. Curtis, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. I love your software. I love what it does. And I'm, I'm really, really excited to see what you're coming up with here, especially those two uh, new features you have coming out and getting your, your, your feet wet in the technology to try to vet out the fake reviews too. I think that's going to be a really big help to the industry and even the platforms. You know, who knows if you can crack that code, you know, those platforms would do some big deals with you to scrape their entire database. It could be a big deal for you, man. I'm, I'm really encouraged for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, thanks for coming. Yeah, I appreciate it. Talk that. to you soon, Curtis. Yep. Bye-bye. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Future of BizTech. I hope you got great value out of our discussion today. If so, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate it five stars. This helps the podcast jump in the ratings to help other techies like you and I find it too. And remember, if you own or work for a B2B tech company and you're looking for highly targeted, hot leads delivered to your inbox daily, my agency, Infinity Marketing Group, can help. We've been in business since 2010 and have helped hundreds of companies just like yours make millions of dollars in marketing and lead gen ROI. So be sure to visit our website at www.infinitym, as in marketing, group.com, that's infinitymgroup.com, or you can email us at info at infinitymgroup.com, or you can call us at 303-834-7344. We look forward to talking with you, and I look forward to you listening to my next episode of future of BizTech.